0: Hi, I'm David Kaplan and you're listening to the Sports Talk Live podcast. Enjoy the show. New month, same cup. they committed six errors, scored zero runs, and now they've fallen to one and three this season. So it's still too early to panic, right? Right? Meanwhile, things aren't much better on the south side of our great city. Both implodes implode to Cleveland and Aloy is two for 15 to start his major league career. When should we expect Ricky's boys to start improving? Ten years ago today, that chunky fellow, well, the (laughs) Bears thought they had their franchise quarterback. Since then, they've won just one playoff game. So does Jay Cutler go down as the most disappointing athlete in Chicago sports history? Man, welcome to Sports Talk Live, presented by the Chevy Silverado. I hope you had a really good day. I'm David Kaplan, panel for today's show. He is hilarious. He's a veteran sportsman. He is the great Ben Finfer. He is Paul Sullivan from the Chicago Tribune. Love to have Sully here. He is always ready to be feisty with me. And Shea Pepler, Fox 32. All right, let's get started with the Chicago Cubs, who right now are mired in a little difficulty, as Leah like to say. Sully, six errors, get beat 8 nothing. It was a comedy last night.
1: Yeah, I mean, those games are going to happen, it's just I think the unfortunate part uh, is that, you know, Theo made such a big deal out of, and Madden and all of them, about the sense of urgency coming out of the gate, and, uh, you know, a game like that certainly uh, plays right into it for the critics, Uh, but I think, uh, you know, if you're just going to take it by that one game, then uh, you you are going to panic because they looked awful.
2: I don't know if panic is the right word, but I would say concerned is the right word. And not just because they gave up six errors, although you would question their focus. I think one or two errors is one thing or someone having a bad day, but six errors is completely different. But also coming off the heels of a poor you Darvish outing. I mean, there's pitching concerns, there's fielding concerns, and that was kind of their bread and butter. Defensively, especially with Joe Madden being their manager. So I think concerned would be the word. At least the hitting looks better. At least but when you're shut out, you can't even look to that anymore.
3: Yeah, I think last night's game, just that's one of the worst games we've seen. You flush it. That when you just throw out the window, like their defense is not that bad. So I'm not concerned about Kyle Hendricks is not that bad. But the bullpen is a legitimate concern, because not because of what's happened in the first four games, but coming into the year, we were all worried about that because they didn't do enough to – to upgrade it. In fact, it probably got worse since last year and it was already not great last September. So that is a legitimate concern. Again, not because of what's happened so far, but just because they didn't really do anything
0: to address Did it. Did Theo make a mistake saying March starts, in, or excuse me, October starts in March? That was his quote.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, Probably, but he was trying to, I mean, I know what he's trying to do. I mean, you're trying to get these guys to come out of the gate or, you know, quick. Now
0: everybody's like, oh, God.
1: Yeah, now it looks bad, but uh, it really is just four games. If, if this was four games in the middle of the season, you wouldn't think anything of it. Correct. Right. But it's the Cubs, and uh, everyone expects them to do good. As Ben and I were talking earlier, you know, no one ever expects the Cubs to not be good anymore, and... What if they're not? What what would Chicago do if the Cubs weren't good? Don't tell f-
0: cap that. Oh no. You're I mean kill them.
1: <laughs> it's I mean, not
0: what even if was
1: right. Exactly. Pakota, Are they ever wrong? <laughs> well, always. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't wrong. know that what Theo said was wrong. I think what Theo said was accurate. And I, I when Theo speaks, I think we all listen. Okay, but I, mean... I have
0: Anthony Rizzo on the radio with Jordan Cornette, and he says, <laughs> "Yeah, look, I'm just telling you, we're not going to grind on every game. It's just not going to be that way.
2: Okay, well, then they sold a false bill of goods during spring training because every single guy in that clubhouse told me and every other reporter that was in there that they want to start. They want to start fast. They all have a sense of urgency. Everyone's got a chip on their shoulder. This is a year where every single game matters. Every single game counts. You can't counts, play baseball that but way. But every guy's going to take accountability for every problem, every error. So I hope after the loss last night, everyone was taking accountability for all the mistakes because that's what they preached all of spring training. But I don't you,
3: think there's much reason for people to go nuts yet. I mean, if you want to, fine. You know, fan however you want to fan. It is early. I know we're not supposed to say that anymore, but it is only four games into the season. That being said, the National League Central is really strong. It's not going to wait for them to fix it. I mean, they, they do have to get off to a somewhat decent start overall. Uh, hopefully that starts tomorrow
0: night
1: well they're saying the same thing in st louis uh, andrew miller's terrible Um, you know they're two and three uh, and they're lucky they won yesterday yes yeah, so you know this right. this happens all over baseball it's just that we're so focused on the cubs right now and uh... you know i think people really thought that the cubs you know would come off to a good start just because of all the things that happened.
0: here's our poll question who deserves the most blame for the Cubs poor start, NBC slash vote. Starters, bullpen, offense, coaching, front office. How would you answer that?
1: Well, you gotta go front office just because uh, you know, Zagunas, okay. That's a decision that they made to to bring him up. But he's uh, been one of the best
2: hitters on the team. He's a
1: good hitter, but that play yesterday. <laughs> that you can't bad. that's yeah. not a you can't be a major league player and drop a easy fly ball like that. Um, you know, did, did they make a rush decision on Hap? I mean, it, he didn't have a good spring, but you really can't judge everything from spring. Should they have gotten, as Ben said, uh, you know, a, a really dominant guy in the bullpen, uh, a Kimbrel type of guy? Uh, so yeah, they're. I think they're partly to blame.
2: I would say the front office as well, but I would say second in line is starting pitching. I, I wouldn't blame Hendricks as much, and obviously Lester is tried and true, but I Hugh Darvish is a major, major concern. For him not to go that far into the game and have that many errors and that many mistakes for someone that should be laser focused and should be committed as much as he can to being near perfect, I think that is a major problem okay. and that's a front Nobody's office. Nobody's
0: holding the players accountable. Well, that's why
2: I was going to say.
0: No, I'm talking about the bullpen. I was going to uh, vote for the bullpen. I, that's I mean, where I'm going.
3: Now, you could tie that into the front office. Though. Yeah, Those right, things exactly. are not mutually exclusive because the front office could have improved the bullpen, but it was Carl Edwards who had a bad outing over the weekend. Like He was going to be in the bullpen no matter what. Um, you know, Mike Montgomery is another key guy to the bullpen. He was going to be there no matter who they signed. So those two guys have been really bad so far, and that's obviously hurt them.
1: Yeah, obviously I didn't see the games I was covering the White Sox in Kansas City, but uh, it sounds like Edwards uh, is well, the guy that everyone's ripping on. Um, and remember he had a really bad end of last year, yeah. and he wasn't even on the – Playoff.
0: Right, see here, he gave up a seeing eye single. He walked a guy and then. Bam! I got to get this one over. Yeah, that one's way up. Well,
1: up. it's just that uh, you know he's got such good stuff, and everyone he reminds me a lot of Marmol. That marmal had such good stuff, and and no one trusted him after a while. Right. And I think it's to the point where no one trusts CJ until he really puts right. together a lot. Really and he has
3: this weird delivery, which now they've told him is illegal. But it's just it it didn't look helpful to a a delivery it was kind of it seems like a mental thing with carl edwards jr maybe that's always been the case but i don't know how long you can keep putting him in big situations last night he pitched when they were down eight runs
0: i think for a while that's the type of role he's going to have to have or do you send him down and go work on your motion again
1: maybe Ooh, i don't know sending cj down i think that would really mess with his head if
0: he's that mentally fragile then he's not going to work anyway it's
1: just too early for that i mean he's how many weeks do you give the bullpen
2: but this was a problem in the off-season as well. Like, right. we, everyone talked about the bullpen being an issue. Everyone talked about the offense, which looks to have fixed itself. Everyone talked a little bit about the starting pitching and the holes that were there. I mean, these were problems heading into the season you hoped were better. The bullpen still an issue. So this is on,
0: this on Theo and Jed then? Yeah. You
3: know who has to be gone? Tyler Chatwood. Yeah, I know that they, it would cost a lot of money, but that's sunk cost. If you're truly putting together the best and 25, and okay. 100% it is, but now you have to fix it. If you're putting together the best bullpen, there's no way he should be in it. You just can't make that argument.
1: Yeah, that he's obviously just got his spot because of the money he's right. getting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do you do with him? You Darvish, to me... As Shea was saying, it, disappointing because he had a good spring and he really looked like he was back and he was talking to us like very confidently, like it was the best stuff he ever had. And for him to come out with, a, with seven walks in his first start is...
0: I talked to Joe Girardi today and he said, relax on Darvish. He said, I watched the game. He's got really good stuff. He said, that was his first start in 10 months. It's in Texas. He said, let's see how he does on Thursday against the Braves. Because if he goes out and really is bad... Right. more concerning. But he said, I'll bet you he pitches well on Thursday. He just
2: had no command, though, of his fastball. Right. And he even admitted that. Like, he, he didn't have command. He didn't seem to have the velocity he had. So for me, it just didn't even look like a Yu Darvish, when he's good, And the star. first two
1: batters, he struck out. Right. Did you ask Joe about uh, taking over from Madden, or was it just a <laughs> pleasure call? Or? It was more of a pleasure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is just... he going to take over from Madden, you think, if uh, Madden gets the axe?
0: I mean, do you think they would make a midseason change? Uh,
1: if they play if they like this, blue, then. they will. I didn't think so. I, you know, I never contemplated. In, but if they're like 500 at the All-Star break, I would say yes.
3: I mean, we are getting ahead of ourselves on this, but I don't know that Girardi is the type of guy they would go with,
0: though. It just teams aren't doing that anymore. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they did not, if whether it's Joe Girardi or someone else, I'll be surprised if they hire an inexperienced guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Window well, wide open, veteran players, you can't get it wrong.
1: So like a Loretta, DeRosa, those guys? I know, would
0: be surprised. Really? Especially in season. To drop a guy who's never done it in with a window to win. Now, do By you
1: think way, Joe would take that job, Joe Girardi, if uh, offered? Because didn't he turn down some jobs? Or <laughs> he not? did. He turned the Reds and the Rangers yeah. down.
3: I don't, I don't think. Tubs. I think if the, they keep playing like they did last night, sure, he's in trouble. I find it very hard <laughs> to believe he's going to be fired during the year. I, I don't see that. They would that. have
0: to woefully under Yeah. Correct.
3: And I, I think they'll be better than they have. They'd in have East to Pakoda it, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: But if they're 43 and 45 at the All-Star break, like they were two years ago, yeah. five and a half back, yeah, they could make a
1: change. Yeah, because people will be all over him at that point. And, I mean, even when Joe won, people were some yeah. people were over him. They're still all over him I when know. he won. It's, it's amazing. Season,
2: they want him out.
1: So... You have to wonder. I mean, the guy really four playoff appearances in a row and in, in a World Series, and they you know don't sign him. So something's up.
0: Ninety-seven yeah. wins average since he arrived. And, so why didn't also, he get an extension? Uh, what do you guys think? I, I mean, you know, you you would know too loosey goosey around there.
3: You know yeah. more solely on this, and Cap, you too, but I just feel like they, they want everybody to be playing for their jobs this year. They Man. want everyone to be accountable. But, uh, you know, Joe Madden has made some mistakes so far this this year. I think Schwarber should be the everyday left fielder. That's one mistake you could point to. But they haven't lost these games because of Joe Madden. The bullpen's been terrible. He went to Carl Edwards Jr. and Mike Montgomery in big situations. Two of his best guys. Right. If those guys – and Strope, too. Strope was not very good in his outing the other day. So if those guys aren't performing for him, I don't know how you put that on the manager. Larry
0: All right, there's the winner, front office in a blowout.
2: Agreeing with us. (laughs) three
0: percent agree with the panel that it's on the front office. All right, let's move to the other side of town. The White Sox blew a game yesterday. Bullpen equally bad. Sox had taken a 3-1 lead on a Ryan Cordell two-run home run. And then the bullpen gave it up. Errors, walks, and the next thing you know, a 3-1 lead turns into a 5-3 loss. You've been with the team. Yeah. Where are you on this team? Is an 81 win season, a 500 record possible?
1: I don't think so. Um, honestly, as, as bad as their record is, I was a little bit encouraged by the starting pitching um, of Nova and uh, Radon and um, Giolito. Giolito, especially. He was sensational. Uh, so that is encouraging. And uh, Yonder Alonso at first base, uh, really a good fielder. You, you really can't put Abreu out there as much. You can't split him. you got to put Yonder out there most of the time. Uh, they don't have much depth at all. The outfield not very good. And, you know, Eloy is off to a start that you would expect from a, a guy with that much pressure on him.
0: Yeah, two for 15. It's just going to take time.
1: Yeah. You're a good
0: player.
3: It he'll is
1: freezing, fine. too.
0: <laughs> he'll be, I mean, Eloy Jimenez is going to be fine, I think. Uh,
3: he's got plenty of time to work it out, like eight years. So in that stretch, I'm sure he'll figure it out. I think the most encouraging thing for them this, this first few games is Johan Mankata, how yeah. good uh, he's been. Yeah. I, I would say Giolito also very encouraging. Mm-hmm. but Ivan Nova. Uh, Nova, too. But Mankata is so important to that yeah. rebuild that what you've seen so far out of him has to be a great start. I
0: also think the manager you cover over there, one of the nicest human beings you'll ever deal with. I couldn't agree more. I think he's awful at handing, handling a pitching staff and a bullpen. Mm-hmm. Awful.
1: Well, certainly yesterday wasn't one of his better days. Uh, on the other hand, he's talking about he doesn't want to overuse Calame. Uh, uh, they say they're a unavailable.
0: And, uh, after the game, he said, well, I can't tell you they were unavailable.
1: Well, they, obviously they were unavailable. Uh, or else why not put Herrera in? I mean, he is coming off a foot injury. But that would have been his place in the eighth inning, or else give Nova another inning. So that, yeah, I I understand people are really a little shaky about Ricky's handling of the bullpen. Uh, But, again, like the Cubs, it's four games.
0: Okay, who's managing longer in this town from this day forward? Joe or Ricky?
2: (laughs) I... I I would say Joe, because I think the Cubs have more room to grow. I think Ricky, after this year, if they go in the trajectory that everyone thinks the White Sox are going to go, I think Ricky's done. So I, I would say Joe. However, Joe could very be, be out just as quickly as Ricky is if they continue to stumble the way they have.
3: Well, I'll say it's Joe, because he's going to go replace Ricky Renteria with the White Sox. That Would oh. not. Would
0: that <laughs> shock
1: you? That would, shock that would be yes. shocking.
0: So if Renteria got fired, Joe left. You don't think there's a chance he takes the White no, Sox? No,
1: I so. think there would be a chance that he would take it. I just don't. I don't know. I, they just love Rick Renteria so much; it would just seems hard for me to believe they would give up on him unless the Sox were really, really. They awful. just signed him to an extension. Yeah.
3: Rick Renteria. Can he did imagine? sign.
1: Remember, they didn't even announce it. Yeah. he got yeah. an extension.
0: If somebody happened to ask him, how, how I long asked right. him at
1: the we're kind of Who's the here, winter meetings him? if he's, uh, you know, going to be in trouble uh, this year. He is No, no, he's already signed through. Uh, like what? <laughs> well, I don't I don't remember that. And he said, Oh yeah, we didn't announce it. Okay, hmm. well
0: That was interesting. Very interesting. Very strange. It? Ricky <laughs> didn't think he was gonna come available, we're making a change, Joe Madden's coming in.
1: Yeah, that would I don't know. I don't see Madden as their kind of guy, but you know I don't probably see them spending
0: not.
3: five, six million a year on a manager.
1: Yeah, or and they, they would, like
3: that would, that's what it probably somebody cost him.
1: that'll do what you know. I mean all – basically all teams now. There's very few teams that have a manager that will do what he wants. Okay, so Ronald Acuna Jr. signs for $124 million
0: potentially over 10 years. Every day there's another star player that's off the boards. Did the White Sox screw up by not offering more money to get Machado or Harper because there's going to be nobody left in free agency?
2: I would say yes they screwed up by not giving them all the money they deserve but i would also say this is partially the white Sox's fault that we're seeing this because of what they did with eloy jimenez they kind of paved the way for signing these very young free agents early on by offering a guy who had never had a major league at bat as much money as they did so while yes they're to blame for not offering as much money as they should have to guys like manny machado
0: they did it with sale
2: they but what you're seeing with these young guys, they went ahead and did too. So this is now the norm, thanks to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's changing, and it's so bizarre to think that just at the start of spring training, players are talking about going out and strike. Like Adam Wainwright said, it's like a 99% possibility, and, and now everybody's getting all this money. So it's they've sh-
0: spent four billion dollars since November one on guaranteed money in baseball. So yes. People are saying Dallas Keuchel's at home, Craig Kimbrel's at home. A lot of guys are getting paper, and they're not going to go on strike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going no. to get their
1: money. They'd be out of their minds. Well, and mean, it
3: sounds like they're going to start negotiating that CBA early anyway to try to avoid that. Baseball knows it would be really bad for the game to have another strike or a lockout, but uh, I, I think the Sox did screw up by not giving more money to Manny Machado. And uh, this is another reason why, is because, yeah, there aren't going to be, like, Chris Bryant's going to be the only free agent. That I don't in gets the free agent. Well, maybe not. Either. Maybe not. Because but, you had Xander
0: Bogarts yeah, just sign, and he's a Boris guy. Yeah, and
3: by mm-hmm. the way, I know there's a lot of talk, you know, why haven't the Cubs done this? And they did do it with Hendricks. But they still have Bryant for three more years. This and, and two more. Right, and then same with Rizzo and Baez. And, so, and Baez. And, first, and Schwarber. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But Baez is going to be the one. I mean, even Bryant, as good as he is, Baez can get all the money. Okay, who is the
0: face of the Cubs? Not in the room because that's Rizzo. Who's the face of the Cubs to the public?
2: I think it's Javi Baez.
0: Not Chris Bryant.
2: Not Chris Bryant. Not anymore. In 2016, I would have said it was Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo. Now, after last year, I would say it's Javi Baez. And he's a he's a superstar.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think Chris Bryant is their best player Javi Baez is very good, and I do think Baez is the face of the franchise
2: right now.
1: Totally, Baez. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And he should be. He's the
2: most exciting to watch. I think. I think. I think oh, he yeah. is a true superstar. Who's he the looks face like of the
1: White Sox? Mm,
2: that's that's
0: probably Jimenez. Yeah, got to be Eloy. Evil,
1: eh? Or it would but have been Kopech if he was healthy, probably. But, probably uh, hard
0: for a pitcher, though.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, he's such a. Right, and the face of got the so bats. much charisma and everything. But he and always only
2: had a handful of at-bats. It He's only been be, on this major league team a could ha- be handful of days.
1: It could be Moncada.
0: He could be a Javi-style player. Although Javi's panache, his flair, mm-hmm. is yeah. what makes him such a sizzle factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. All right, every Chicago team lost yesterday. And that's great news for the Bulls or anyone who had an anti-Chicago parlay. They visited the worst <laughs> team in the NBA and lost. But is it too little tanking? Late.
3: for chicago sports talk with sizzle crank up the heat and turn on stl host david kaplan brings his no nonsense opinion to the table every weeknight on the topics that are trending with our teams sports talk live presented by the chevy silverado weeknights at six on nbc sports chicago
0: Well, 10 years ago today, that happened. Jay Cutler acquired from the Denver Broncos in a blockbuster deal that had many people absolutely thinking they had seen the light and gotten a (laughs) franchise quarterback, and he was going to lead the Bears to the promised land. Never quite worked out that way. Uh, One playoff win.
3: I'm still holding out hope. Uh, no, it, it was. I'll, I think every Chicago sports fan will remember that day vividly forever. It was a very exciting day. Um, because you talk, he'd been in the league for only three years, he just put up forty-five hundred yards passing the year before. You thought, okay, as he gets better as a as a veteran, of course he's going to be a great quarterback. It seemed like a no-brainer, and, and obviously it didn't pan out that way. Although he did set a lot of Bears records in his run, he
2: did. And then you coupled that with those lovey, lovey defenses that he had as well. He had the complete package. It seemed like, and I, I actually could not believe that he only had one. Playoff win, I—that I, is astonishing to me, and and just so sad. <laughs>
3: well, you know, it was really sad. The cap in the open. You said they've only won one playoff game since the trade for Jay Cutler ten yep. years ago. I'm thinking, like, what about this year? I'm like, oh,
1: yeah. That's it. Cody Parky, yeah. Cody Parky. He's got to be the most disappointing, isn't he? <laughs> oh yeah. Nah. He's right there. <laughs> yeah. I think Cutler is just the biggest mope uh, we've we've had here. I mean, there's been a lot of <laughs> disappointing athletes, but you know, when he came in. It just didn't seem like he ever really cared about being in Chicago, whereas most athletes that come here, at least free agent-wise, they love the town, they love the city, and he just never got You know what we
3: learned about him, though, is that he doesn't care about anything. (laughs) That's what this reality show is teaching us. It's not just the Bears in Chicago. It's everything.
2: I think uh, that's a good point though Sully. I do think he was kind of a disappointment as a quarterback in general cuz that is someone that kind of leads a franchise, leads a team, he's leads a city. Of the franchise. He's the fa- and he's the face of the Bears, really. And he, the face of a franchise and I just think his disinterest and everything all the time was so disappointing to fans. When he was hurt, when he was happy, you never knew his emotion. It always looked like he'd rather be somewhere else. I think you're right. The
1: scenes they just showed, the video of him with his uh, jersey, he looked like he wanted to kill himself. Yeah, that's just
2: his demeanor. That's just who he is. I mean, I don't know him personally, but that's just who he seems to be, and I think that was so disappointing because you didn't couple that with wins. Like, it didn't translate on the field well at all for fans. Who else
0: makes the list? Because my poll question that I asked on Twitter was Derek Rose. for vastly different reasons because hall of it looked like a hall of fame trajectory injured and it never happened after that i had mark Pryor. some people said Kerry wood could go on that list although he had multiple all-star appearances and jay williams who was tragically injured in a terrible motorcycle accident who else
1: uh yeah i mean there's a lot of guys uh you could talk about uh, Jason Hayward if you wanted. I mean, he got a yep. lot of money. and
0: Potentially down the road, you Darvish. You Darvish.
1: Yeah, I mean, anyone that gets a lot of money is going to be on that list that doesn't perform.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a good list. I, I voted
3: for uh, Derek Rose in your poll question, and um, you said they'd finish last, which I was surprised by because he did have the MVP year. But as you said, he was on a Hall of Fame trajectory. It looked like not only was he going to be that good for a while, that the Bulls were going to be championship contenders for a while and then just you know snap it was all gone so that one hurts the most, and to me, second was, was Mark Pryor because after 2003, you thought the Cubs have a Cy Young candidate for the next decade, and Man. next year he was already injured.
2: I voted on this poll as well. I also voted for Derek Rose. I just feel like the word disappointment, and I don't know that this is entirely his fault because he was injured and none of us walked in his shoes, and I think everyone was so quick to judge those injuries, but your initial reaction, at least recently, when it comes to disappointment, goes to Derek Rose. He just never seemed to recover. He never seemed to be the, the same player after that initial, knee injury I think we were all holding our breath every time he took the court after he did come back there was so much speculation surrounding the injury it was just disappointment across the board
1: yeah yeah to me though at least he wanted to come back and he wanted to be here and he wanted to succeed and you never really got that impression with Jay Uh, obviously he wanted to succeed but it it just didn't seem like you know he cared that much it's
3: also like the the Bears quarterback position yeah. Is a very elusive one for the city. Right. So, I mean, it is the high, it's held at the highest standard for us, even though we've never seen a good one, and, and that's part of the reason why. But I think that's why there's the, such the high disappointment.
0: Well, that's the thing. Statistically, he might be the best Bears quarterback of all time. Yeah. Still? Really? Yeah. I, well, since Sid Luckman.
2: Yeah. yeah Sid exactly. has every record. When they, when they didn't every throw up all that much,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they started the T formation. With them. <laughs> yeah. But that's like calling Ike Turner husband of the year. I mean, it's a – really low bar here yeah yeah
2: the bar I'm, is on the ground with that one yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm not going to touch the ike turner comment, <laughs> Right. Good uh, idea. i get what you mean
0: yeah so i mean ben wallace terrible free agent <laughs> yeah setting, that's came a came in one. with a lot of fanfare
1: milton bradley
0: milton bradley yeah. is another one
3: but i don't good know th- there. these are good names for sure the expectations weren't as high Adam for Dunn. them <laughs>
1: how about albert bell albert bell Although he had some good years, but he was just... He put up monster numbers, yeah. but he was insane. Adam Dunn, he came here with all the hype. Adam
0: Dunn is another one.
1: So, yeah, I mean, anyone that makes money and doesn't perform... I think in Chicago, though, it's a little different. If you show that you're... Eddie Curry. Eddie Curry, local boy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm gonna say Jay Cutler tops all these ones you guys just listed. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It is a secretariat more reason- <laughs> at the Belmont. It's not right. close. It's not close. I, I mean, it, uh, to me, like it's, at Cutler, the I mean. it's Cutler. It's <laughs> Cutler and Derek Rose. I mean, those are the two you'd point at right now. And I think in most recent weeks, it would be maybe you, Darvish, because that's just money, faces of franchise, big franchises at the right time when they're supposed to be winning. To me, those uh, Derek Rose and Jay Cutler are neck and neck.
1: Oh, and John Fox. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that Don't even end. want to see him anymore. Anyway. That did not end well. <laughs> there was no, like,
0: well,
3: awkward Trestman Cutler B-roll you guys could have had for us there?
0: <laughs> hey, we want to be disi- – <laughs> what did he say? Uh, we want to be selfish and undisciplined. Selfish and undisciplined <laughs> yeah. at his opening press
3: Do you
1: guys watch the Cutler uh, TV show, the reality I do, show? I do not. No?
3: Very uh, First of all, kept lying. He does watch it. <laughs> yeah. oh, Second God. of all, I love watching p- – people usually put out the clips of just
0: Jay. Well, he was on um, last night. We played it on The Rush today. He was—he was wasted. He is he's really? hilarious. He has found his he, calling.
2: But I think here, this here, helps. Here, people. listen
0: to this. Listen to this clip. Hi, Hi. Kristen, missing. how are you? Good to meet you. Jared. you. Jared. 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 Good oh, first letter, Jared.
1: There
2: you
1: go. Yeah. Wait, what? We showed him uh, Kelly's picture, and he.
2: You want to meet Kelly? Yeah,
0: I, I had some miles and based the decision off of a coin toss. Yeah, so. I love it. Don't tell her that. In defense of my decision-making, I feel like you do a coin toss. Yep. If you're not happy with the decision, then you know I you made it, you I know. feel like you should leave that one out of your whole life uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> I hear this guy gonna a coin toss. I'm leave my mind. I know.
1: This is basically I going to go
0: down to the I need
3: So you're just going to pick up sticks all day?
0: Well, someone has to. But I do feel like I need to start trying to figure something out. just can't keep picking sticks out yeah well i'm gonna probably just pick, still pick sticks up but i could pick the sticks up and then go do something
1: oh my gosh
2: as i was gonna say before I mean, this clip it stays this helps you understand who he is as a exactly. human being oh. though this helps you understand his demeanor and how he just does not care about anything yeah. he doesn't he doesn't care i hate
1: him even more now after watching that but
2: this is exactly what we we're just saying he looks like he'd rather be anywhere besides where he is that's just who he is
0: yeah i think it's i think he's genius <laughs> <laughs> that's all right I uh Sully, thanks for being here, man.
1: Thanks for having You're me. looking good, man. I know, yeah. I've dressed Stuff. up for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're the
0: best. All right, it was an eventful day in Texas for Denny Hamlin. Despite two pit road penalties, he still took the checkered flags. Scott Paddock drops by to discuss another win for Joe Gibbs and some big changes in next year's A double penalty. Ever.